What is going on, crafters? Welcome to another episode of Dig Straight Down with me, your host, Rebel JC. If this is your first time tuning into this podcast or watching this video on YouTube, welcome to the show. It's good to have you here. This is a podcast that's all about Minecraft update announcements or just ideas that we would like to see come to Minecraft. So if that's what you like, this is the right spot for you. We actually have a lot to talk about in this episode. Minecraft just dropped a bomb of update news for Minecraft 1.20, specifically for the Bedrock Edition, but I believe that all of these features for the Bedrock Edition are going to come to the Java Edition, so I'm going to talk about them and we can all enjoy these new updates. So let's get into it without any further ado, and if you want to read the article that all of this information came from, you can look down in the description of this episode, click the link, and it'll take you there. All right, let's get into it. So we're going to go over each change, but here's what they are in brief. So first, there is improved sign customization, especially for hanging signs. There are different skulk sensor blocks now. We have a new skulk sensor block called the calibrated skulk sensor. There is something that has been introduced called vibration resonance. That is a way to use blocks of amethyst in addition to skulk sensors to do crazy stuff. There are five new armor trims and changes that have been made to existing armor trims. Uh, one thing that I'm particularly excited and interested in is the new Trail Ruins, which is a new buried structure that has something to do with archaeology and a few changes to Cherry Blossom Biome uh, sounds, essentially. So not a big change there, but we're going to talk about it anyway. So let's go over the calibrated Skulk sensors. This is what the changelog says. A new variant of Skulk sensors, which allows you to filter vibrations based on their frequency level. They are not found naturally and can only be crafted. Um, and vibration resonance also has something to do with this. Blocks of amethyst have a new behavior when placed adjacent to skulk sensors. If that skulk sensor receives a vibration, the block of amethyst will re-emit its frequency as a separate vibration as it at its location. This behavior is called vibration resonance and it allows players to move vibration frequencies across long distances without having to recreate that vibration naturally. So essentially what this means is we can have power lines made out of blocks of amethyst. Um, this is going to be wireless redstone type stuff. If that's what you're into, maybe you can unpack that for me because I am not a redstone guy, but this is going to be really cool to see what redstone people will, you know, how they'll play with this, how they'll use this to, um, to send redstone signals far distances without actually using redstone. Uh, I'm, I'm super excited to see what people are going to use this for. Sign improvements are something that I'm really excited about. This is what the changelog says. Sign text can now be edited after placed in the world. Both sides of the sign can now have separate text and colors, allowing for further customization options. By default, a sign will prompt you to input the front side's text when placed. To apply text to the back side, you must walk to the other side and interact with that face to edit it. Signs can now be waxed with honeycomb, preventing any further edits to its text. Now, I am unclear as to whether this is spe specifically talking about hanging signs or if this is also including regular signs that we've seen in the past. If it's talking about both 
types of signs, that's really exciting. Um, and, and hopefully that is. But even if it's just talking about hanging signs, still a very exciting thing, the ability to have different text and colors for different sides of the sign. Um, the ability to edit a text without having to destroy the sign to, to replace it in the world. And of course, waxing the sign to prevent further changes to lock it down in its current state. Such a great change, and I can't wait to see people play with this. So changes to armor trims. They've added five new armor trims. New armor trim smithing templates have been added to the following structures. First, Trail Ruins has Wayfinder armor trim, Razor armor trim, Shaper trim, and Host trim. The Ancient City now has Silence armor trim. The following changes have been made to existing armor trims. Dune armor trim ha now has a brand new pattern and smithing template icon. The Dune Trim's old pattern is now used by the Sentry Trim. A new icon has been made for the Sentry Trim smithing template to fit this pattern. And Sentry Trim's old pattern is now used by the new Shaper Trim. So I'm not sure exactly what these trims are going to look like. There is a picture I'm going to throw up on the screen right now that is showcasing some armor trims, and this is possibly one of the new ones. So this is really, really exciting to see them add new ways to customize armor in addition to what they've already announced. Now for archaeology, they have added Trail Ruins, a buried structure from a lost culture. They've also added Suspicious Sand to Warm Ocean Ruins and Suspicious Gravel to Cold Ocean Ruins, so a new way to find uh, pottery shards. In addition to this, they've added 16 new pottery shards, so now there's 20 shards in total. These have been distributed between five archaeology sites, the Desert Wells, Desert Temples, Cold Ocean Ruins, Warm Ocean Ruins, and Trail Ruins. And as you can see from this image I'm throwing up on the screen right now, zooming in on these new pottery shard uh, designs, we have a few things that are, are, are completely new here. I see some that's like a, I see a fishing rod, I see a campfire, I see an acacia tree, an open chest, I even, I believe I see the warden on there. So some interesting storytelling opportunities here with these new pottery shards. But let's talk a little bit about this new uh, ruin structure. Um, it's, it from the picture I'm looking at, it seems to be a long structure and it's called the trail ruins. So the idea that I'm getting from the name of the structure plus its, uh, its physical layout, the way it looks from this picture, this image that we have, it looks like we're going to be able to find these things um, as we're traveling through the world. And the, the story that they're trying to tell is that this is laying alongside some sort of roadway, some sort of trail. I mean, it's called a trail ruins. So I talked about, I think it was in the last episode, I talked about the idea of having actual trails generate in the world as if, you know, these were trails or roads that were used by civilizations a long time ago. Maybe this is what that is. I cannot confirm whether or not this is actually some sort of trail ruin. I mean, it's called the trail ruin, so it is. But if this is actually some sort of trail sort of thing, um, but it seems to be the case that this is going to, you're going to kind of come up upon this and it's going to have a trail like feel to it. And then there's going to be a structure sort of built around this old trail, this old road type of structure. Now I've not seen people play with this, um, in Minecraft. I haven't played with it myself yet. 
has literally just been announced in the past 20 minutes. <laughs> um, but uh, this is really exciting. If this is actually sort of a, a road that is generating in the world with a sort of structure around it that we can dig around and find these pottery shards, that is such a cool thing. And I cannot wait to come across these in Minecraft. So again, this, this has been a, a huge news bomb released by uh, Mojang today, um, and I, I just cannot wait to play with this update. This update has wildly surpassed my expectations. When they announced the update and they showed us a little bit, I had reservations, not, not, not severe reservations, but I was just thinking, oh, this doesn't seem like it's going to be super exciting. But I was very wrong. This is a very exciting update, um, and I, I cannot wait to play in 1.20. So yeah, this will bring us to the end of this episode, guys. Let me know what your thoughts are by either sending me an email. Hang on, hang on, just one moment. This is Rebel from the Future. <laughs> um, right when I stopped recording for the uh, the previous, what you just heard about the Bedrock snapshot, the Bedrock experimental feature, whatever this is called in Bedrock, I can't, I can't think right now. Um, I, I got to back to my computer and I saw that they actually released a Java snapshot, and there are some things in the Java snapshot that are not in the Bedrock preview. That's what it's called, Bedrock preview. I'm pretty sure anyway. Um, and these things are uh, first. We'll start with the less you know exciting thing, but it's still pretty cool. Uh, the pitcher plant. The pitcher plant is a plant that the sniffer can actually sniff up out of the ground. Uh, and this is from the the uh, the, the snapshot uh, article itself, which again is linked in the show notes of this episode. The sniffer can now occasionally sniff up a pitcher pod item. This pod, when planted in farmland, grows into a pitcher crop, which has five growth stages. Once fully grown, the pitcher crop can be harvested, yielding a two-block-tall pitcher plant. Um, now, the pitcher plant looks like a pitcher. It looks like an actual pitcher that you can like pour water out of. Um, and I'm not sure if they intend on this being some sort of container, some sort of storage uh, thing. But it would be pretty cool if you could, like, hide stuff in a pitcher plant. Like, if you could hide, like, one or two little items in there, and then you can actually, you know, have, like, some sort of, you know, hidden little repository for, for precious items or, you know, hide stuff for, like, scavenger hunts, things like that. That might be fun to have those things in the in the world. But, yeah, the pitcher plant. Now on to the more exciting thing is the sniffer egg. They've added the sniffer egg finally into a snapshot. Uh, the sniffer egg can be found in the suspicious sand of warm ocean ruins. When two sniffers breed, they do not immediately spawn a snifflet. Instead, a sniffer egg is dropped. And for, to hatch it, when placed on moths, the, the egg will hatch after approximately 10 minutes. On all other blocks, it will hatch in approximately 20 minutes. So quite a lengthy time to wait for a sniffer to hatch. But if you want to speed it up, put it on moss blocks. Very, very cool additions to the game. So exciting to see. And again, I cannot wait, uh, cannot wait to play with these things. So back to the, the past or whatever, you know, let's go back to the episode. So again, this, this has been a, a huge news bomb released by uh, Mojang today. Um, and I, I just cannot wait to play with this update. This update has wildly surpassed my expectations. When they announced the update and they showed us a little bit, I had reservations, not, not, not severe reservations, but I was just thinking, oh, this doesn't seem like it's going to be super exciting. 
but I was very wrong. This is a very exciting update, um, and I, I cannot wait to play in 1.20. So yeah, this will bring us to the end of this episode, guys. Let me know what your thoughts are by either sending me an email to digstraightdowncast at gmail.com or commenting down below on the video if you're watching this on YouTube. Let me know what you think of 1.20 thus far, especially these new update announcements. And guys, until next episode, keep digging straight down. I'll see you at Bedrock.